Ladies and gentlemen, it's the Ed and Bob Show, number 48. Good morning. Good morning. We talked the whole night long. Good morning. Good morning to you. And you and you and you. Good hey, morning. good morning, good Mr. Morning. Bradley. Hey, good morning, Bob Thomas. Morning. What's going on, buddy? Good morning. Allergies. Allergies. <laughs> Achoo. Achoo. Began to play the band shining bright. What? It's too late to say goodnight, so good morning, good morning. All right, sunbeams are showing through, and it is a good morning. It's the Ed and Bob Show. Hey, I'm uh, Bob Thomas. That's Ed Brantley over there, smiling, looking all good over there. He's all fired up and ready, and he's going to start by telling us what's coming up this half hour. Smiling Eddie. Yes. Well, we're going to have some questions of the day from each of us. Also, we're going to talk about our topic of the day, opioids. Mm. Tennessee has a huge problem. Well, America does, but Tennessee really has a huge problem with that. Mm. So we'll get into that. And we've got the mailbox complaints in the next 30 minutes is going to go so fast. You better just hold on for the ride. Hey, we uh, welcome everybody that's listening on Apple Podcasts. Tune in and also on your Alexa. Bill Jarnigan told me that mm. he has something that notifies him when we have a new show out. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? How's that work? I don't know. <laughs> but I did it. <laughs> I have no clue. All right, let's look at the news. Ed, you got some cool stuff going on in the yeah, news? I do. What do you have? All right, how about this? A great grandmother with CBD oil. Oh, you kidding me? No. You're she bringing was... CBD oil again? This is... great grandmother. Yeah was arrested at Disney World. She's smoking that CBD no, oil. No, she wasn't. No, she wasn't. It was a legal nightmare. This 69-year-old woman was arrested at Disney World yeah. checkpoint when an Orange County deputy found CBD oil in her purse. <laughs> then she spent 12 hours behind bars before being released on a $2,000 bond. That's all we got to do to those CBD Woo! people. Well, Hester Jordan Burkhalder, a great-grandmother from North Carolina, began using <laughs> CBD oil for her arthritis after the doctor... Is, re- that, is that like granny? Yeah. Okay, go The ahead. doctor recommended it. <laughs> she even had a note from a medical professional in her purse at the time uh, of the arrest. But I'll it didn't matter. Did. Why did it not matter? I don't know. In Florida, is that illegal or something? Well, or just in Disneyland. She says she's never done anything (laughs) bad in her life. She's never had but one speeding ticket. She has arthritis in her legs, her arms, and her shoulder. And this is just real important. She's been planning this trip for two years. It's just like what Granny had on the Beverly Hillbillies. What was she? She had all the time. Yeah, yeah, she had something like. What Granny always drinking? Rheumatoid. Rheumatoid uh, potion. She's down in her back. Yeah. Well, evidently, (laughs) it's not legal in the state of Florida. Or in Disneyland, one or the other. But I think that was a... Over zealous CBD oil is everywhere. It is. Well, in Tennessee, especially. Amazon says that small business owners earn $90,000 a year from selling in its stores. Wait, what? Yeah. While it's often blamed for the fall of the brick-and-mortar stores nationwide, Amazon also helps millions of small businesses thrive in the digital era. Well, I think it's true. I mean, you know, I mean, even if you got a small little store in some little back road, you can have a storefront worldwide. Well, their average is $90,000 a year. Just that's on the, Amazon? That's the average, yeah. Wow. 
Well, me and you need to start a business. Well, yeah, I'm going to get one. What are we going to do? We're going to sell boxes. CBD oil? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll probably stay away from that. <laughs> All right, now some states are outselling others. Here are the states are the fastest growing, according to Amazon. Okay, let selling, me. selling online. Gotcha. You'll never believe this. Number one, what? Mississippi. What are they selling? Does it say? No. Number two, Nebraska. Number three, Maine. And number four, Texas. These are all states that don't have, you know, a a big shopping. Yeah. But I mean, I wonder if it's favorable to do online stuff in those states. Well, I think they don't have a lot of choice. There's not a lot of brick-and-mortar stores in Mississippi right, that right. sell things. So you you got to go to Amazon to get it. And some people, if you know, some people have these eBay. They sell stuff on eBay. Right. I mean, that's all they do. Mm-hmm. I know somebody that travels around the South and goes to these discount shoe places mm-hmm. and buys shoes. Brand new. Brand, brand new shoes. New. Nothing wrong with them. Right out of England. At the discount shoe places. Mm-hmm. And then puts them online and sells them. And makes one hundred fifty thousand dollars a year. What? Yes, because they don't have some of those discount stores in other places in the country, and they're selling tennis shoes, stuff like that. Well, ev- evidently, all we have to do is get a product and focus on Mississippi, I'm and we'll be rich. You. That's it. All right. You all want right. some more news? Uh, yeah, we got time for one more. Go ahead. There's a new motorcycle out. It's called the Triumph Rocket Three. TFC. It has the world's biggest bike engine, and this sucker is fast. How many horsepower does it say? It says it's a 2.5 liter three cylinder motor. Oh, 2.5 liter yeah. on a motorcycle? It, it's, it's, <laughs> this, engine, this engine is like what you'd find in a base Chevy Colorado pickup. That's what I was saying. Yeah. What did you used to call them? Uh, 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 Crotch rocket or yeah, something? Yeah, crotch rocket. That's, this isn't a crotch rocket. This thing is rated at 168 horsepower. Oh, my gosh. I mean, it'll blow a away. A motorcycle? Yes. It probably weighs And it's nothing. beautiful. I mean, it's It's beautiful. all engine. It's going to sell for $29,000. Wow. And they're going, they're going to do 750 of them in the United States. That's all. Wow. Now, you know what's happening to Harley Davidson. Well, they're no, going what? the other way. They're, they're, they have electric motors now. Oh, I did hear about that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's almost sacrilegious for Harley. Uh, I know it. Uh, so you start up your electric motor, then you push another button for it to go. Yeah. <laughs> 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 All right, we got to move along. Yeah, it's time for your question of the day. Okay. You know, May is Ramadan 2019. Mm-hmm. Do you do you know how to say happy Ramadan? Uh Happy Ramadan. Ramadan. Is that it? Yeah. Well, it can't uh, be. I don't I really know that. All right. Go but ahead. anyway, what it is, you know, Muslim for Muslims, the month-long celebration, it commemorates Allah, the Arabic name for God, giving the first verses of the Quran, blah, blah, blah. Right. Now, uh, so what you do is you say, Happy Ramadan, but that's okay, but they don't normally say that to each other. You know what's crazy is... Um, uh, so if, if, if you meet somebody, uh, that has a business, let's say in, in East Tennessee, mm-hmm. very friendly, hardworking guy, whatever. And he found out he's a Muslim mm-hmm. and he says, Hey, we're having a celebration of Ramadan or mm-hmm. it's called. come over to the house. Yeah. Would that intimidate you? No. I would don't. you be afraid that people would say, well, yeah, yeah, you're, you're, you're like Muslims and terrorists and stuff because everybody, <laughs> what they do 
if you're Muslim, then a lot, there's a lot of people that just immediately associate the two. Well, that's true. But, the, you know, this this Islam is the largest religion in, in the, the world. world. Yeah. yeah. And so exactly. and not all of them are terrorists. But but there's one thing about it. For the next 30 days through the end of May, uh, they will abstain from eating or drinking during the daylight hours. Oh, is that the way it works? Yeah. Really? So for 30 days around the world, you do not eat from dawn to dusk. Whoa. You, you pray intensively and gather for nightly feast. Wow. I would never. I'd be looking for the sun to go down. <laughs> <laughs> That's like, that kind of reminds me of the TVA and I fear Claude would never let us have a drink until the sun went down. <laughs> Uh, I remember. Time ago. Is that, remember when he was up on that in the, yeah, the, the, the crane? crane? Yeah. I was afraid he was going to fall out. Uh, All right. I got a question for you, Ed. Okay, buddy. You know, are, are unions still important? Are they or aren't they? What's your what's your gut feeling? I don't have an answer. I just <clears throat> it's just a really a question because you remember the days when AFL CIO and if a political candidate had their endorsement, then oh, you're you're in, you're in the driver's seat. Well, now I don't well, I don't hear anything about unions. The unions have never been that big in Knoxville. However, now in Chattanooga they have been. Really, you know, with the Susskind Steel mm-hmm. uh, Volkswagen is yeah. union. Yeah, uh, teachers are union, and you know, Kroger has union well, employees. The teachers in Knoxville are not union. Uh, I think some of them are. I don't know. No, they used to be. I think that's why the okay. city gave them up. Okay, Kroger is union. Um, there's yeah. A, yeah, there's a lot of union, but I don't know how much they they swing votes and things like that that's what i'm saying well when i looked at this i I checked into it back when you and i were were in the thick of working in business you know back in the dark ages almost 35 percent of the workforce in america was in a union well you had to be in a union get a job yeah now it's only 10 percent of the people Mm -hmm. in the united states are in a union yeah I just, I, I, it just seems like, um, and I'm in a couple of Have unions. You ever been, so. Oh, you're in an actor's union, aren't you? I'm in the Screen Actors Guild, and I'm in the Writers Guild. Those are both unions, but they're not anything. Now, when I worked at UPS back a thousand years ago, uh, you had you had to basically join uh, the... Uh, uh, the union before you yeah, got a AFL-CIO. Yeah. And so we were in it, and but you had to, if you even if you did not join it, you still had to pay the dues or something, oh, which was a little screwy. Right, yeah. So now, the, the Teamsters, they were truck drivers, right? They were everything. We oh, were team. Really? I was oh, a Teamster at, oh, at, at UPS. Oh, okay. That's what I was trying to think of. Uh, but yeah, I was te- I was a Teamster. I, was, I had my card and all that stuff. Did you have the la- lapel emblem? And- I don't remember having a lapel. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, you know, only in uh, foreign countries are unions really big. So it's just not... I guess it's just not the same anymore, you know, or maybe we're so affluent. Uh, however, though, uh, in America, the average worker makes less than their U- European counterpart. Part. Really? Yeah. For doing the same job. Yeah. So. Well. It's the way it is. I've never worked or been in a union. Never at all? No. You know, in radio in the South was not unionized. Mm. And I mean, you remember those days? Maybe you don't. Where everybody, it was like a... A hush talk between yeah. announcers saying, "Hey, we're thinking about forming a union. Yeah. You know anything yeah. you going to join?" And they would bring a guy in, yeah, and all that. But, but nobody ever—it never happened. Well, now people in unions in New York, the radio announcers, back thirty, forty years ago, were making five hundred dollars a day. Hmm. 
We didn't do that. That's like a remote. <laughs> All right, we got to go. <laughs> Holy smoke. All right, it's time for Ed to tell us what we're going to talk about, what's the topic of the day, and then he's got somebody special to talk about. Okay, our topic today is opioids. And in Tennessee, you know, it's just a terrible, well, it's everywhere, I guess. And we we're going to go into it and look at it a little bit. Mm-hmm. I think things are changing pretty fast, though, but it's uh, some, some not as much as you want. Some people are afraid that they're going to lose their pain pills. So we'll talk about that in just a moment. Gentry Griffey has been locally owned and operated since 1948. They're a funeral home out in Fountain City, 5301 Fountain Road. It's right on top of the hill overlooking Fountain City Lake. Now, they believe in attention to every detail, especially pre-planning. Now, that can give you the peace of mind and remove those stressful decisions from your loved ones. I'm telling you, folks, that is absolutely the thing to do. Oh. Pre-planning. When my mom and dad died... Go to the funeral home and say, well, I'm, I was back there looking at caskets and everything. They said, you don't have to do that, Mr. Brantley. It's all done. Your dad planned it? Yeah. My You're mother kidding. planned it. It's all done. It was done. My dad was not. He, we, had to, for, we had to do everything. Paid for, done, sealed, ripped. It was all there. I'd never done that. Now, I sat, when my dad passed away, we all went down and we sat around a big table. Mm-hmm. And it was like, what are you going to do? Yeah. Well, and then not that it was bad. No. We had a pleasant experience, yeah. but it, it, who know? I guess my point is, don't you want to do what that person wants to do? Well, and, and I listen. I have seen obituaries where they, and we're getting way off. I know. I apologize. <laughs> I apologize. Anyway, I've seen obituaries where they say make a donation to pay for the funeral. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, and and so so this enables you to take care of it ahead yeah, of time. Yeah, the way you want it, exactly. The way you want it, not the way somebody else wants it. Right. You can get the flowers you want if you want flowers or whatever. Anyway, here's their phone number: eight six five six eight nine four four eight one. Give them a call. Tell them that Ed and Bob sent you. Gentry Griffey. They operate the only on-site crematory in Knox County, and that assures you that your loved one never leaves their care. And that allows them to keep cremation options affordable, too. You don't have to worry about transfers. They take care of all of that. And they do. I mean, that's. Um, I just recently went through that where we had a, a loved one transferred from a funeral home to over there. Mm-hmm. And they took care of it. All right, Ed. We're going to move along to our topic of the day. We're going to talk about op- opioids. Yep. Opioids. Everybody has trouble saying it. What's that, opioids, that second O? Yeah, it kind of throws you off. I was looking through all this stuff. Ed and I research everything we talk about. And there's, I mean, we could talk about it for five hours. But um, in 2012, in the state of Tennessee, for every person in the state, there was 1.4 opiate prescriptions being written. So that means for uh, every 100 people, there were 140 opioid prescriptions being written well it doesn't take a genius to say that doesn't sound right Hmm. right now we've gotten better but it's right now for every 100 people 107 opioid prescriptions are being written so we have we have started to monitor who's writing them and who's getting them however um, what we are seeing is heroin is starting to flow into the state of Tennessee from Mexico for $25 a hit. And so more people are doing heroin. Mm-hmm. So we're not selling right. as much opioid. 
which is good, or prescribing it, making it legal. But what people do when they want those seven hits a day, they go get $25 a hit heroin. And then they're hooked forever. Well, and, and, really and, and then you got fentanyl, yeah. which is a, a, a synthetic opioid that is then mixed with, um, what other drugs? They mix it with just about anything, really. And But you may not know it's what you're getting. That's that's the one that kills people. Oh, my so God. Easily. Well, heroin does, too. Yeah. I saw where uh, the CEO or one of the family members of the family-owned Purdue. Purdue Medic, right, uh, Pharma. Yeah. 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 Pharma. He, got, he was arrested. Well, the Purdue Pharma has only, they were only in business. I mean, they're in business now. And I'll be, I'll be very brief with this. When they started, I want to say it was in the 80s. Mm-hmm. And they um, were a small company. And then within five years, they were making, their gross was like $86 billion. Yeah. $86 billion. And it was a family business. Then they sold it. And then the p- current owner said, we're just getting started. We haven't even gotten into Europe yet. Mm. They, they're planning on taking over the world. Yeah. And they probably can if they're, well, anyway. Well, why do people get hooked on this stuff? Well, we have the second highest rate in the U.S. Is um, it really? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And, and, and prescription opioids have surpassed alcohol as a primary substance of abuse for, for mm. treatment funded by the Tennessee Department of Mental Health. Yeah. So it's it's it is a real academ- uh, epidemic. Yeah. Epidemic, you know. And the thing is, uh, here's the thing that's really sad to me. I'm on the Metro Drug Coalition board. The thing that's the most sad to me is the women that are hooked on it and and they're high all the time. Okay, <laughs> and they they end up being with other people that are drug users, and they end up getting pregnant, mm-hmm. and then an innocent child mm-hmm. is being formed and bo- until it's born and the first thing when that child comes out and it's born in the hospital mm-hmm. you know what it's hooked my daughter <clears throat> i don't think she'd be mad if i said this but my daughter has a baby and it's not her baby mm-hmm. it was her <clears throat> pardon me it was her it was her son-in-law's baby from the, and they didn't want it the mother didn't want it. Mm. Just signs it off because of the drugs. Mm. I know. I know people who have their great grandchildren. Yeah, and they're raising them. Do you know that right now there are more grandparents raising their grandchildren than ever in the history of the United mm-hmm. States, and it's because of this right here. Mm-hmm. I, I, you know, this all this stuff breaks my heart. And and what's the uh, you've got some here's the real tale in this is the um, is the uh, the overdoses right okay so the thing that's happening is in Knox County let's just go with Knox County where Knoxville is okay I mean we used to be at like a hundred overdoses a year that people would die from overdoses you know what it is right now what is it a person a day. Really? We're over 350 mm-hmm. people a year in Knox County. Mm. I'm not even talking about the state of Tennessee mm. dying from overdoses. Well, you know, you and I both have been preaching for years about doctors stop writing the prescriptions. Yeah, it seems like a... But I mean, it, just, but then you get the... 
you get this, and then Trump goes back and preaches this. That's why I'm pro-wall, because heroin, listen, every drug dealer in Mexico is hoping you quit writing prescriptions for opioids completely, because they're going to get rich. They're thinking, you're you're going to need so much heroin Mm -hmm. in America, and in Tennessee, where they're number two, they're number two. <laughs> We're going to get more heroin in there than, I mean, and that's that's the sad reality. These drugs are coming in from Mexico, the heroin, and replacing the fewer prescriptions being written. So I don't know, I don't know the answer, Ed. But here's the other well, thing: that why are people feeling they have to have this high? Well, you get hooked on it. It's like cigarettes or something else. You get hooked on it. And you've got, and if you don't have it, you don't feel right. Mm-hmm. You only feel right when you're you have that high. Mm-hmm. But now they have they have a system. I forgot the name of it, but it's a computerized system that a nurse or a doctor can go online and see what the patient's been getting at drugstores. Oh, really? Yeah. You, I mean, it's there. So it's getting that's getting better. Yeah, and you can only get a 17-day supply if the doctor wants to give it to you. That's really? all they get. That's it. It used no to be like more, 90. Yeah, or 120 days and all that. No more of that. And also they're checking on the doctor shopping where you go to one to another. Yeah. You go to that website, you you're see done. the doctor, yeah, you're done. If they enforce it. So it, but if if we don't stop the flow of heroin in, what are we doing? Yeah. You know, I mean, people are going, yeah. listen, uh, a dr- somebody that's hooked on drugs needs seven hits a day to make it through the day. And they're going to get them one way or another. Oh, yeah. They, they'll kill you before yeah. they know they go without them. Remember when we were on the air in the mornings and I would, we'd say, well, right now there are a lot of people getting up. And the only thing that's on their mind is where they're going to get their drugs today. That's the mm-hmm. only thing that's on their mind. And that's what their day is going to be about. Okay. I encourage you to... Um, What's the website for the? Well, Metro Drug Coalition okay. would be where I would check out. There's great information there. Uh, and Metro Drug Coalition is not a government agency. This is an agency in Knox County that is funded by, uh, it's a nonprofit. So it, they need your funds and donations. And if you can help, that'd be a great thing. Metro Drug Coalition. All right, let's move along, Ed. We've got to we got to move on to. Um, you're going to tell everybody what is coming up. Well, we've got mailbox and complaints coming up. We've got some nice letters to talk about. We're going to tell you how you can uh, contribute to the show, also. But right now, Bob's got a sponsor. I do. Knoxville Wholesale Furniture Clearance Center is the largest clearance center in the state of Tennessee. Unbelievable. 100,000 square feet of furniture. Uh, they've uh, they've completely remodeled and improved this. It's really incredible. They've got over 100 living room groups, 40 bedroom groups, 55 dining room groups, and the lowest prices in town. No question. You can save 50 to, listen to this, 80 percent off name brand manufacturers that you trust. What they do is they've got two superstores, and when something doesn't sell, it's been sitting there for a month or two, they say, hey, move it to the clearance center. Let's get it out of here. You go and sell it and buy it for pennies on the dollar. They even have a scratch and dent area where things have been damaged and delivery or whatever, and then you can save money. Credit, yeah, everybody can walk away with good credit. Knoxville Wholesale Furniture's Clearance Center. It's family-owned. They over employ over 150 people. Get on down there. It's next to, next to Westtown Mall. Hours, Monday through Saturday, 10 to 6, closed on Sunday so that their employees can spend Sunday with their families and go to church. All right, Ed. Well, that's wonderful. It is. That's what it, way it should be. You remember when there were no stores open on Sunday? I did. You had to drive across town to find a drugstore. You couldn't. <clears throat> it was kind of strange. All right, we got to open up the mailbox. All right, here we go. All right, open it up. 
Wow. All right. This is from Nancy and Halls. Mm-hmm. Was the Norris Freeway, which isn't a freeway, she says, built because of the Norris Dam? <laughs> You've well, been out there. Yeah, I drive it all the time. You know, when they were building Norris Dam, evidently TVA was flush with money. <laughs> they want to build a road, or we want to build a railroad, or what? Well, they had to, had to have a road to get the concrete and stuff in. Yeah, the, yeah. and the workers too. Yeah, they had to have a road. And so, um, and that's why, if you go think about Lake City, mm-hmm. it was built. Lake City became about because it was a city that well, the helped road. build the lake. Yeah. Do you know what it was originally called? Huh. Coal Creek. Oh, that's right. Coal Creek. That's where they had a famous mining disaster. Yeah, so. Coal Creek, renamed Lake City. Well, um, uh, Nancy, you're right. Uh, that the Norris Freeway was built to help, you know, build Norris Dam. Do you know what a freeway is? Not exactly. Well, well in Los Angeles, they have well, a lot of them. <laughs> yeah, in, in Los Angeles, it's a different well, thing. In Knox County, a freeway is a highway with limited access from side roads and abutting properties ah, it provides a high level roadway with easy grades smooth curves to facilitate high-speed traffic i never knew that i didn't either so that's what a freeway is yeah it okay. has limited highway access okay well i've always heard that term but I never really knew the it definition was the world's first unit Terribly unlimited access roads. The so North there's not freeway. that many entrances there on that no. freeway. I guess there are now. I think was, about it. it cost $1.5 million to build, extended 21 miles between Cold Creek and Anderson County and Halls Crossroads in North Knoxville. There you go. Yeah. Well, that's, that's it. I love hearing about things that I've heard about, but I did not know anything about them. You know, that road's in good shape still. It is in pretty good shape. I've been down it. Yeah. yeah. All right. What else we got? You got another? You got another? Oh, gone it. I was just getting into that one. <laughs> okay. All right. What Did we you have more here? that you want to talk about? No. Oscar okay. from Mascot says, I guess he should know about zinc. There are zinc mines in Mascot. What's all the zinc used for? I have always driven through Mascot. And, you know, you drive through across those things. You see mm-hmm. all the signs, mm-hmm. mine over here and there and everywhere. Mm-hmm. And then I knew they were doing zinc and uh, lime. I don't know what zinc's used for. What's it used for? Well, the number one thing is anti-corrosion coating for steel, brass, and other metals. They coat those metals. So that's what zinc is used. Okay. I always thought it was to put on your nose so you could (laughs) not get sunburned. Well, you got to have zinc before you can make brass. Do you really? Yeah. It's all cosmetics, pharmaceuticals. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. What else you got? Semiconductors. What? Semiconductors. A semiconductor? Okay. Semiconductor. Yeah. So that's what zinc is mine. You know what the symbol is? No, what is it? The scientific symbol for zinc. That could be my question of the day. Z-I. Z-N. 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 Z-N's about seven minutes away. The largest, (laughs) I got to tell you this, the largest zinc mine is the Red Dog Mine located in Alaska. Alaska. Oh, okay. (laughs) Zinc mines exist in 50 countries around the world. So mascot doesn't have the uh, monopoly on that. Okay. Well, now I know. So when I go up there, I'll know why why they're doing that stuff. It's important. It is important. Good stuff. All right, let's see. Uh, This is the Ed and Bob Show, and we've got complaints, and we're with people that love to complain. Ed likes to complain. I like to complain. (laughs) But before we end today, I'm going to let Ed take a crack at it. (laughs) What do you got? All right. I got one in case you don't have one. Well, I got one. I want to complain about the left. 
The what? The liberal left. Oh, well, oh yeah, that's a big yeah. complaint. Well, you know, they this this is what I think they're just they're out of sorts with this country. They're going to make it so hard, and that's the big greatest threat to a free country is what they're doing right now. The Democrats have been going further and further toward extreme left and away from the American people. They're rapidly becoming the 15-20% party. Consider some of these radical positions. Killing babies after they're born. Mm. Adopted in New York and Virginia by Democrats. It's an incredibly radical, isolating issue. Only 13% of Americans support abortions in the third trimester. Allowing violent criminals to vote from jail. Only 19% agree wait, with that. Wait, wait, wait. People can do that? Well, they're wanting to do that. <laughs> That's yeah. insane. It is. Well... Yeah. Golly. So the next two years, I think, is going to be pretty important. Let me ask you this question: Is it more? Okay. It, it, it seems to me has politics gotten to be where the hell with what's morally right and what's good for the country and people. It's all about winning. Well, I think that's probably true, and I think uh, another thing: the Democrats they hate Trump so badly. Is it just win Even at all if, costs? I mean, our economy is booming. But they hate him so badly they can't stand it. They get up well, in the morning and it's just like. But there's there's Republicans that hate uh, Pelosi. They hate yeah. that uh, well, there are AOC Republicans girl. That, yeah, there are Republicans that hate Trump. Well, no, I, I hear that, but is it? We got to. It's got to quit being about winning. Well. Some of the Democrats are going to have to find an issue because open borders is a 16% issue. 83% of Americans favor more secure borders. Duh. Yeah. Only I've got fences in my neighborhood. <laughs> only 10% of Americans has a positive view of socialism. Are you kidding me? Look what's going on in Argentina. There you or go. Venez- I'm sorry, there Venezuela. Yeah, only Venezuela. T- only oh, 26% huh. of Americans are willing to consider reparations for slavery. Come on, man. How many generations ago with that? Oh, I'm telling you. Well, I, it just gets me upset, too. I, I just think that if it's all about winning and you lose sight of what's good for the country, yeah. and so we got to do better than that. What's your complaint? Oh, I got a complaint. Uh, my complaint is uh, tied a little bit, I guess, to what you got. It seems to me that there are so many people predicting doom for our economy. They want to They want to be the person that predicts it. And, mm-hmm. and and so they can brag about, I told you everything was going to tank. I told you we we're going to lose all your money. I told you. All and the, they're so uh, proud of it. I told you so. But it seems like instead of encouraging the economy, they want to scare the crap out of everybody yeah. and tell everybody everything's going to go to hell and you better just pull back and we should stop you know, encouraging business. We should stop moving forward. we got to be we got to constantly pull back. And I'm just a little bit sick of the people that are the doomsayers. Yeah. So anyway, that's my complaint. So there you go. All right. Tell everybody how they can listen and comment and um, stuff like that. All right. Here we go. Lay it on us. This is good stuff right here, boys. Mm-hmm. The Ed and Bob show is now available at edandbob.com. Mm-hmm. As you know, down right. on the right, there is yeah. a comment section. Download the Apple podcast app. Or TuneIn app, T-U-N-E-I-N app, and search Ed and Bob. And be sure to subscribe, and you're there, buddy. Oh, perfect. Alexa, in your Alexa skill settings, enable TuneIn, then tell Alexa to open TuneIn Live. She'll ask, what do you want to hear? You tell her this, Ed and Bob Show.
That's easy. I can do that. Yeah. Okay. Well, I got to. I think you just did it for me. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, if you want to, if you got comments for us, you go to edandbob.com, comment section like Ed was talking about, or email us at edandbob at yahoo.com. And if you want to follow us, then uh, I'll tell you where we're going to be Thursday, and you just drive around behind us. No. Oh, no. (laughs) Different kind of following. We'll come to your house. (laughs) (laughs) On Twitter, at Ed and Bob Knox, uh, at Ed Brantley, at Bob Thomas Knox, Facebook, facebook facebook.com slash Ed and Bob. It's just that easy. There you go. Okay, what we got coming up uh, next show? Bob, is there a mafia? Is there a mafia? Yeah, there's a mafia. Absolutely. Is there a mafia in Tennessee? Whoa, wait a minute. I didn't say that. Ed Brantley said that. I'm coming armed next time. (laughs) A mafia in the state of Tennessee? We're going to talk about it. That's coming up on the next show. Ed, I had a great time. See you, buddy. See you next time. The room was completely black. I hugged her and she hugged back. Like the sailor said, quote, ain't that a hole in a boat? My head keeps spinning. I go to sleep and keep grinning. If this is just a beginning, my life is gonna be beautiful. I've sunshine enough to spread. It's just like the fella said. Tell me quick, ain't love a kick in the head.